0: What's up, everybody? It's Michael Netemeyer here with Jeff King and Joe Geary, and we are your host of the Witwin Podcast, whatever it takes, whenever it's needed, talking all things real estate. Today, we want to dive into teams, real estate teams. Been around for a little bit. Our question is, are they good? Are they bad? Should you be on one? Should you not? And so we're going to dive in. So my thought on a team is, if you're on the right team, it can be really, really good. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, I
1: agree. It's definitely a good resource to have a bunch of people around you that you can always go to for questions or assistance if you need it. And it's also good to be surrounded by people that you know, are doing the same thing as you are and that are like-minded to help push you to get closer to your goal and then accomplish one big goal as a team, which is always nice to do. Absolutely.
2: I think especially what you just said there, Joe, is are you around people that are pushing you? Or are you just kind of sitting there coasting? Are you not really getting pushed to go to the next level? Do you know what the next level actually is? And when you're doing that with other people outside of just yourself, not only does it – Does it help not only get you in the office, make the phone calls, do what you need to do on a daily basis, but you can see into the future what that looks like too, and that what you're building day in, day out, you tie it into something bigger.
0: Agreed. And I think that's one of the things that people need to think about is not all teams are created equal. And so there are plenty of real estate teams out there, and when it comes time to join a team, it might not just be compatibility. Because I hear people say that too, well, I just get along with that person real well. What you need to be thinking about is is that person, can they be a vehicle to help you get to your success? So are they going to help you reach your financial goals? Because a lot of times what happens is you, people will join a team or there might be two agents that both do maybe a couple of million dollars in sales. They clump together and try to form a team. And it typically doesn't work. So you need to be making sure that when, you're, when it comes time, if you're thinking about joining a team, you need to do your homework on it because there are a lot of bad teams out there, unfortunately. There are a lot of teams without systems, without any guidance, With that maybe don't know exactly what they're doing. They just know that I'm busy, I have a lot of business, and I need a buyer's agent. Or even worse, they're just trying to grow a team to just help their numbers, and they have no systems or guidelines in place to help people get into production. Because I think that's a big thing, too, is there's no training in a lot of teams. People will join a team, there's no accountability, there's no systems, there's no training, and people flounder. And that's why the average lifespan of a person on a team is four months. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, Joe, you were on a team prior to joining us. How did that look? Yeah, so the basically the
1: flashy object, so, so to say, on the team was the leads. that the, We were getting free leads. They were going to be good leads, basically easy business. You weren't going to have to work very hard, so it sounded like super nice. We were going to get free business. But it turns out that it really – I mean, the leads were all right, but I was just kind of thinking, I'm like, if I want to do this as a career – I need to learn more skills and learn how to do this on my own. I can't just rely on this one source because what if it stop? They stop coming in, mm-hmm. and you know, just this one source alone isn't going to get me to my financial goals or the goals that I want to be at. So I'd say to be cognizant of like what teams are offering you. If they're just offering you know free online leads and they probably don't have much of a value proposition, you know, if they're just giving you a leads and no training or mm-hmm. script practice anything like that, then it's probably not the right team for you.
0: That's,
2: that's an interesting point, Joe, because I know when we talk to new agents that are considering joining us at the net group as well, that is a question that they ask is, you know, how many leads am I going to get? And the answer is it doesn't matter if you don't know how to work them. It doesn't matter if you don't know what to say to them. It doesn't matter if you don't follow up with them. It doesn't matter if you don't close the business. So you could get an infinite number of leads, but if you have no idea what to do with them, it's not always as easy as showing them a house and writing a contract. And it doesn't even necessarily mean that they're ready right here, right now.
0: Yeah, agreed. And that should not be a team's value proposition that we're going to give you leads. It should be we are going to teach you how to sell real estate, how to become a salesperson, how to, how to fine-tune your craft every single day so that that's a skill set you can take with you anywhere. And that's a big thing for our team is what we learn here, we just happen to be selling houses, but the tools and skill set that we learn here is, are things that we could take and sell and apply to any industry. And so our goal is how do we create salespeople and build salespeople at our team, not just say, here's a lead for you, go work it mm-hmm. Because you're right, Joe, if that pillar of leads gets kicked out, let's say it's a Realtor.com lead, and you're, you're spending, your team leads spending a bunch of money on Realtor.com leads, and all of a sudden Realtor.com leads triple in price. Well, that's probably going to stop, and now what? Because that's your one source of business. We talked about it in the training earlier today. You need to have legs to your business. If one gets kicked out, you need three or four more to make sure that you're sturdy, or five even so. So that's one of the important things is make sure that you have, when you were looking at a team, what is their value proposition? What can you learn from that person and is that a person that's going to help you reach your financial goals? Because the other thing is too, like if someone's big why or like the team's mission is to just have more free time. Do you really want to hit your wagon to that person? Not at all. <laughs> no, and that's not. I and mean, when somebody said that the other day, their goal was to sit on the front porch more. That's not. I mean, that's a great why, but if I'm if I'm looking as if I'm for looking a for a going to have
1: someone who's wants to go sit on their
0: porch while you're exactly busting your butt every day. Yeah. It? If my goal is to make five hundred thousand dollars, and my team lead his goal is to sit on the front porch more, I don't think I'm going to be on the right team because my my goal and vision is not in alignment with that goal and vision. So I think that's super important as well. And I think teams can be very, very great. But the other thing is, if you're an agent looking to join a team and you're just joining a team to lead, receive, well, they're not feeding me enough. They're not giving me anything. And, and you're not plugging into any of the training that that team may be doing. You're probably not the right fit for that team. We've had people that have come here and don't want to apply any of the effort and plug into the training and skill set and the things that we do every day. And they're not the right fit and they don't last very long. But then we have other people, like you guys and other people on our team, that pour into this stuff, and you have good results and good success from it because you're applying what you're learning.
2: The other thing, too, is that are you around people that are making other people better? And if you're not, then that's not a good fit for a team because it falls back to you can give people things, but if they're not getting better and they're not growing, why would you want to be somewhere where you feel like you're stagnant? Like at the end of the day, money is going to be be made no matter if you close a deal or not. But if you're not around people that are going to get you to the next level, the amount of money that you make is going to be stagnant too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure I've met anybody that's just like, oh, I want to make the same amount for the rest of my life. Right. Which you can make a living, but are you actually building a business? Right. And are you on a team that's helping you build a business? You know, a lot of things I think... You, there are people out there that have the big egos that are, it's very ego-driven on why they're on a team, and do, are you on a team where you're helping someone inflate their ego? Because sales volume doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good team, right. and so that's a very misleading figure, And but I think that that is when we look at like the attraction of where do you go and find a team, that might be the very first thing that they look at. Oh, they sell a lot of houses. That means I can sell a lot of houses too. But if your your team lead's been in the industry for 20, 25 years and they're not teaching you how to get in this and actually grow a business and they're not teaching you along the way to 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 give you something other than oh you got to be in the business for twenty years and I'm gonna put some put some leads in front of you that I paid for you're you're not going to be able to sustain it for very long.
1: Again. Again, I'd also see kind of what their long term structure is and make sure that you have a plan because there's a lot of teams out there that are just very unorganized and just they're just here join my team I'll take fifty percent from you and. You can operate under my name because I make sure that they have a very structured model mm-hmm. and that they actually have a five- or ten-year plan even so then that way you know that there's structure on the team. You'll be provided training and you're actually headed somewhere and you're just not blindly going out into the real estate world.
0: Absolutely. I think that's really important that, that your team that you're thinking about joining has a vision. Like you said, what is your five-year vision? Where do you see your team in five years? You need to be asking people these kind of questions Because if they don't have that, and like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess to be a little bit better, yeah, we want to sell more houses. Do they have a plan? And do they have a plan to help you grow as an individual and as a business person? Because if they don't have that, and you're, because that's what I always tell people is when you join our team, you're going to be working the hardest. And when you're brand new, you're going to be working the hardest and you're going to be making the least amount of money. And the thing is, with the more success that you have, the more opportunity that comes from us to move into leadership roles, into managing and leading people. And so we have a very good model of helping people grow into that, where a lot of teams don't. And so that's for me where, are teams good? Teams can be great and they can also be really, really bad. And you can waste a lot of time and resources and just energy on joining the wrong team. So I think it's very important. Look at a team's track record too. Are they a revolving door? Do they have 10 agents join and 10 agents quit, and they're just constantly, because there are a lot of teams out there that have that as well, people come and go, and it's just a constant turnover. So I think it's important to talk to other people that have been on other teams you're, that you're looking into to get the, get firsthand what does this team offer, what does it entail, and get the, get the full story on it. And that's
2: why it's important not to just join a team so that they're going to teach you about real estate. Like Anybody can teach you the process of selling a home. That, mm-hmm. That's not hard but do you get the communication aspect of are you are you becoming a more effective communicator whether that's on the phone during negotiations when you're sitting down on listing presentations or buyer consultations and trying to convince people to earn their business like are you growing in those skill sets? Because if the skill set is being built, you can then go apply that to, like you said, any sales right. industry. So it's a lot more than just, am I on a team that can teach me about real estate? Because that's not the hard part. The hard part of this is not, how do I go and sell a house, like what that process looks how like. I write a the, the Yeah, it's not the, how do I write a contract? Anybody can teach that. Right. But the, the skill set of, are you practicing your sales, your communication, even your leadership, and growing into that organization, does that happen, or are you just there to, to be transactional and make transactions happen for your team or for your team lead.
0: Totally. I think that's a great point because it is. You write a sale con. Anybody can teach that. Like you said, it's 15 spaces. Fill (laughs) fill in in the blanks. Right. Yeah. And so if that's, and I think one of the things, if you're going to join a team, ask the person you're interviewing with, what does your training program look like? Yes. And I guarantee you 90% of people aren't going to have one. So that should be a red flag right there. If, If all they're going to say is, well, you'll just shadow me and learn from me. Maybe you can learn from that, but if there's not a set in stone, here's our training program, here's where we're going to go to, we're going to take you from a brand new agent and get you working with buyers and get you on the phone and learning this and learning that, get you into working with sellers. If they don't have that outlined and that training program put together, it might not be the right team for you. Maybe they've been in the business a long time, they've got a flood of, of, of you know business they need help with and you can learn a lot from that person. That's possible. But I would find out, if you're looking to join a team and it's, and it's a larger team and, and you see a lot of people there, talk to other people, find out what's their training program, what opportunities can I have if I'm hitting my financial goals or when I'm hitting my goals, what other opportunities can I hope for, so that way you're learning how do you grow with this team as well. Yeah. And do they even have a plan?
2: Yeah. Another question that I would 100% ask, how fast before you anticipate me being in production to actually close deals? Because yeah. if you're talking to teams that are telling you six months or nine months or even in your first year, if they if they tell you that your first year is going to be slow, why? Why would you want to be somewhere where the team itself is telling you that for the first year in real estate, your business is going to be slow? Yeah, it, it, it blows my mind why anyone would think that's acceptable, but it seems like that's a kind of a standard go-to. Like, oh, it's going to be six months. And it's going to be as fast as you want to make it, how fast and into production that you get. But if you're not in a fast-paced environment where people can get you up to speed in the first month, in the first 30 days, 60 days, and then you be in production three months, two months later, like that's, that's a big miss. Mm-hmm. And so to be a part of something, someplace that thinks it's acceptable to sit around for six months before maybe a deal falls in your lap it is definitely a place where I wouldn't want to be for production-specific teams. And then with those teams too, how are they showing you that you're actually getting that business and how are you getting paid? Like, if you're going to go six months to a year and be somewhere where they're not going to show you how to get paid, that's, that's a huge
0: miss. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. So to summarize all of this, one, not all teams are created equal. There are plenty of people out there that say they run a team, but they don't run it correctly. They don't run it well. Not to say our way is perfect. By not any means. at all. Right? There's, mm-hmm. We're constantly evolving and always looking to improve and make this better. I feel like we have a pretty good grasp, though, on how to get people into production, get them selling houses and learning the skill sets that are necessary to succeed in this industry. So not all teams are created equal. When you're thinking about joining a team, it can be at a tremendous value. And what I like to say, too, is Every single person on my team is totally capable on our team, is mm-hmm. totally capable of doing this on their own. If they're, they're a part of our team because they're going to get there faster. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so if you can learn from somebody, cut the learning curve and learn what not to do and where not to spend money and where to put your energy and where to put your focus and what to be focused on every single day to improve your skill set, and you can learn that from a team and, and, and take that knowledge and hit your financial goals faster than you would be able to on your own, then I think that's the right place to be. It absolutely is. Now, if you're on a team and you're not getting anything as far as you're not getting any knowledge, they're not plugging into you, they're not teaching you anything, they're teaching you the very basics of real estate. Here's how to use a Supra. Uh, Here's (laughs) Here's how to show a house. Here's how you show a house. Here's how you write a contract. Here's how you search the MLS. That's all stuff that is really irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. It's very basic. But it's very basic, and and that's not the stuff you need to be focused on. Mm -hmm. Your team lead, your team needs to be focused on, we're going to get you in on the team, get you into production. Here's what we're going to do. Here's the next 30 days, and you're going to move fast. And that's what you should want is to surround yourself, like you said, in an environment of people that are all pushing to hit a goal. One, to hit their own financial goals, but two, to hit the team goal. That's right. And if you get enough people, like-minded people like that, surrounded together that are working and constantly pushing each other to get better, it's amazing what can happen. Yeah.
2: One of the most important things, too, is I remember you always said, Michael, you know every single person on this team could make it as an individual agent if they really wanted to. But we choose not to because we know we can move faster together and actually hit our sales goals just as fast as well, too, even being on a team. And that's a huge thing that I think that there's a lot of folks out there that can you do it by yourself? Yes, absolutely. You, You more than likely very well can. But can you do more faster and make more money and Less time by being on a team. That answer is also yes. Absolutely.
1: Well, I think here in our team too, we we kind of have a business mindset where we actually want to make this a business and not just more. It's more than a team; a actual business. So we all have that business mindset and actually want to grow and have the same long-term vision. I'd say so. We're all chipping away every day at the same long-term goal and vision, which kind of keeps us all together and doing the same thing every day. It is. It absolutely yep. is, and
0: it is because this is not just about selling real estate. This is how do we turn and create, you know, really create true wealth. Because we know the average millionaire has seven flows of income, mm-hmm. so it's not about selling real estate. Right now, our main focus is sell real estate. You know, The next thing is, because we own investment properties, things like that, but how do we start f- pooling money together to fund investment deals to get multiple, multiple flows of income? It's not just about, and that's a lot about what we talk about here. It's not just about selling houses. It's what kind of financial investments do we need to be making? What, do, what kind of investments do we need to be, and what type of properties do we need to be investing in? And thinking from that aspect as well, like you said, Joe, it's, it's about growing a business not just about, I'm gonna go sell a house today. That's a big part of it, but it's also about how do you generate wealth throughout this as well? Because how many realtors do you know that are never going to be able to stop selling real estate because they have never saved any money or as soon as they stop they
2: have zero money to fall exactly. back on and right. that's that's a huge issue that this isn't not this isn't only about selling real estate real estate is the vehicle but there's so much more in life even in general in life that you can do that you can execute on like Absolutely. we're planning on we're planning on climbing a mountain yeah. like how many teams can you can you say how many real estate teams can you say are planning to go climb a mountain together right. you know that's huge there's there's a lot more to this than just selling houses. And that's
0: a physical mountain, not a metaphor. Yes, that is. That's an actual mountain (laughs) in
2: Colorado to clarify. We're going to go climb at the end of July.
0: Yes. (laughs) So that's what we wanted to kind of want you to take, take away from this, is that if you're thinking about joining a team, if you've thought about it, if you're thinking about starting your own team, we're going to dive into that here in the next couple of weeks. But right now, if you're thinking about joining a team, maybe you're on your own, you're not sure if it's the right fit or not, don't get hung up on the split either. If there's yes. enough about poor people think on focus on splits. Yes, you need to think of an abundance standpoint. And the thing is, if the split was if you were only getting five percent, right, which nobody has a split that bad. But if you're only getting five percent and you were hitting your financial goal and you still a good quality of life, does it even matter? It wouldn't matter. I right. use the Facebook analogy all the time. Seven percent of Facebook, you're a billionaire. If you own seven percent of Facebook, you're a billionaire. There's that much value in that company that if you only own seven percent of it, you're a billionaire. That's the way you need to look at this too, is that don't focus on the split. Look at the team. Can this team help me reach my financial goal while still having good quality of life and helping me improve both as a person and as a business owner? And if the case is yes, do it. The split's irrelevant. If you join the team, because in the absence of value, price becomes an issue. So if you join this team and there's no value there, that's when your split's really going to kick in because you're like, wow. I'm only getting this, or I'm giving up this, and I'm not getting anything in return. So looking from that standpoint, don't always focus on the split. Focus on what's the opportunity. Can this person help me grow? Can this team help me grow? Being surrounded by this team, will they make me better? And if the answer is yes, do it. Dive into it. Both feet. Make it happen. And now it becomes your team lead's responsibility to continue to add value. Because that's what I tell these guys. Like Jeff said there, everyone of us can do this on our own. Right? Our goal is how do we continue to add value? How does our team continue to add value to where now when everybody starts hitting a hundred thousand, hundred and fifty thousand, they start hitting they want they want more? You guys want to get to 250, 300, 400 we need to be able as a team to create opportunities there for everyone to make more money. Yep.
2: And that's like you have on your vision board too, Michael. Your your vision is to make team members millionaires. Exactly. And that's one thing that's huge. How many team leaders can you say that are either have that big of a vision for themselves,
0: number one, but then take the next step and say, how do I do this with other people around me? Exactly. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about. If you're helping people achieve their financial goal, it's going to help you achieve your financial goal. And that's what I love about team building is like, it's, it's my role now, how do I get better every day? And for you guys too, how do we get better every day? And how are we, and that's like like Joe, you're doing you know, the 75 hard, right? It's a challenge mm-hmm. that was thrown out by a business owner here in St. Louis. And it's, it's how What are you doing every single day to make yourself better? And if you're surrounded by people that have that same kind of mindset and that same goal, sky's the limit. If you're surrounded by people whose only goal is to just have more time off, you're probably, and your goal is to get to become a millionaire in five years. You want to be worth a million dollars or $10 million or whatever it is and you're, you're hitched up to somebody's team that just wants more time off. Or even around other people that yeah. don't even think that
2: big or that scoff at that, like, oh, no, you guys just want it, want it for the money. Yeah, you guys it. are yeah. crazy, yeah. right? Like that's Be around people that are going to help you hit your goals no matter what that is, no matter how crazy you think it is. Be around people that support that. Don't be around people that drain
0: you. Exactly. Totally agree. So we hope you got something from that today. If you have any questions, as always, you can email us at info at the If you're in St. Louis, we script practice every day at 10 o'clock. We're on the phones every morning, so if you want to pop in our office, shoot us an email. We'll set up a time to come in, check us out, and we'll see you next time. Take
2: me down and build me up whatever it's time.